Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This football Friday on the Team 980, it is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We'll get back to the calls. My rant on the commander's team name, which, again, is so insignificant, and I'm so thankful Josh Harris said it last night. We'll get into our picks and everything more, but joining us right now, he was on the call. For Westwood One Sports last Thursday, Thanksgiving, in Dallas for the Commanders and the Cowboys. And, of course, you know him from all of his great work at NFL Network as their lead draft analyst for so many years. And then the Las Vegas Raiders general manager. It is Mike Mayock, and he's with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Mike, it's Chris Russell here in D.C. Great to have you again. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Chris. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope, uh, you know, I've been down to Jerry's World a couple of times for Thanksgiving. That is a pretty good spread, right? I mean, if you got to be away from the family, not a bad place to be in Jerry's World. You know, people keep telling me that. And uh, last week, I spent the entire pregame on the field just kind of talking to coaches and players. And uh, two years ago in 21, when I was with the Raiders, for some reason, they didn't really offer us too much. Uh, and, and we had a big game that day. We won a football yes, game. And it helped propel us to the playoffs. And so I, I love going to Jer- Jerry's World. I, I enjoy that place. Uh, you know what? I forgot about all that. And, you know, see, here's the difference, Mike. You're you're thin and athletic and, and, and good looking. And I'm, well, just the opposite. So I look for the food while you actually do work. You know, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know about any of that stuff, Chris. (laughs) But I appreciate you joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, obviously, to you uh, and your family. So um, we know that it wasn't a pretty show for the Commanders. They they were feisty. They hung in there. Um, You know, I guess the game was somewhat in reach until the fourth quarter. But, Mike, what did you walk away before we even get to Jack Del Rio and everything else? What did you walk away from when you saw the Commanders last Thursday in person? It just kind of reinforced what I had seen on tape throughout the year. And, um, you know, offensively, they can move the football. They're a volume pass team. They drop back to pass 45 to 50 times a game. He's going to, Sam Howell's going to get sacked four or five times. He's going to get hit a lot. He does a nice job extending some plays and making plays down the field. They got pretty good skill position offensive players. Um, offensive line, I think, needs. To, to continue to work on that with some youth and draft picks. Um, 
defensively, it's it, it's frustrating because if you watch them the week before against the Giants, they gave up eight chunk plays of mm-hmm. over 20 yards, and they've done that all year. Mm-hmm. And there's been a, a lack of communication on the back end, which leads to big plays. And, you know, I mean, to your point, Chris, it should have been 14 to 10 at half. Mm-hmm. You know, Dallas gets the ball, and they go five plays, yep. 75 yards in about a minute 10. Mike, that sequence and, drove me crazy right there. I'm so uh, glad you hit on that. I mean, Tolbert catches balls for like plus 24 and yep. plus 31. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. the third third yeah. or fourth guy. Yes. Um, I, it's frustrating. Um, Brandon Cooks catches a 31-yard touchdown pass in the first half yep. where he was effectively bracketed. He, he was double teamed. Yeah. Um, those kind of things frustrate me, especially when preventable. So, um, you know, instead of 14 to 10, they miss the extra point mm-hmm. going to halftime at, at 20 to 10, and you force them to punt the first two times. Yep. But your offense does nothing, and sooner or later the dam's going to break, and it did. And it got sloppy on offense, and, you know, the pick six happened, and, you know, there have been pick sixes the last two weeks and four interceptions. And, you know, so there's there, – there, it just kind of reinforced to me that they're an inconsistent football team. They do some things well, um, but they're, they're frustrating also. Uh, I, I think that's tremendous analysis. I'm so glad you hit on that sequence because I was screaming about that earlier in the week and nobody nobody wanted to listen to me. Um, but that, that to me was where that game uh, turned around, so I'm so glad somebody like you said that uh, and we see eye to eye on that. Um, does that surprise you when you think of a Ron Rivera coach team, uh, then a Jack Del Rio coach defense, uh, whatever you think of Eric Bieniemy? does it surprise you that – you know, they're so inconsistent, not only last Thursday, but throughout the year, and they're so Jekyll and Hyde up and down. And quite honestly, Mike, you know this, they can move the football, and then they just shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, it it does surprise me. Um, you know, I, I've known Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio for a lot of years, and they're, they're both good football men. Um, I think they're dealing with, you know, this ownership issue, and I'm not in that building, and I had to deal with my own issues mm-hmm. with the Raiders. And and I can tell you, outside things do affect your team. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do. Um, and I don't know to what extent the ownership change has or hasn't affected the coaches and players. I do know that, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that defensively they played the way they played this year. Um, that surprises me. Um, the inconsistencies on offense surprised me a little bit. Um, I think you're trying to figure out who that quarterback is. Is he the guy? I mean, that's a really important question. Right. Um, so heading into the season, that, that's something you wanted an answer to. So it, it's really hard to answer your question when you're not in the building. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that when there's something hanging over your head, like a new owner who's probably, you know, in quotes, probably, going to make sweeping changes uh, that affects coaches, players, families, wives, children, everybody. Sure. And, and that's a hard cloud to play under. Now I'm not, uh, I'm not abdicating anyone of anything that that's part of what you do for a living. So, uh, but I do think that that part of the inconsistencies are affected by things outside of the building. 
former Raiders general manager and NFL Network lead draft analyst Mike Mayock with us. Of course, doing great work with Westwood One Sports, which you can hear regularly on both 106.7 The Fan and here on the Team 980 through the primetime package was on the call of the Commanders and Cowboys last Thursday uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, so so with the next logical step would, would be, Mike, asking you your eval of Sam Howell, both after what you saw in person last Thursday, what you knew about him throughout the year, uh, and what you knew about him and thought about him in the draft process. Yeah, it's. I still think the grade is incomplete. Um, you know, I did three or four of their game tapes and prep for the game last week. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, you see good things um, and, and some bad things. He's a young quarterback. It's year two. He was, what, a fifth-round pick, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when I watched him at North Carolina, I, what I was really impressed with was he didn't have much of an offensive line in his last year there. He took a pounding and just hung in there and ran the ball uh, more than I think he wanted to uh, for the betterment of the team, to help the team win. And the, the sense I get from people around the commanders is that uh, players and coaches are all in with this kid just because – He's tough, and he works hard. He's smart, and it matters to him. Mm -hmm. And those are all really important things at the quarterback position. You know, the the next level of importance is how talented is he really? Is, you know, is he ever going to be a franchise quarterback, a top five, six, seven guy in the league? That's hard. You know, that's really hard to get there. And for me, do I think he's a franchise quarterback today? No. Do I think he has a chance to be? I, I doubt it. You know, I does he, can he be a, a, a solid quarterback in the NFL? He probably can. And keep in mind, if there's only five, six, seven franchise guys, that next level of guy, there's, there's another level where there's six or seven guys in that, that grouping. You can win Super Bowls with those guys. You just have to be a little more talented as a team. So, you know, what you're really looking for is, is, is Sam Howell a top 12 or 13 or 14 quarterback we have the potential to get into that conversation because if, if the answer is no, then you got to be looking elsewhere. Right. Which brings us, of course, to what they could be looking at in the draft, which is maybe a top five pick. And you're sitting there with Caleb Williams and Drake May. And, and one of the things I wanted to ask you, do you, are you still breaking down like the inordinate amount of tape that you used to in your prior role? And then obviously in your, your, in your prior two roles, I should say, NFL Network and then the Raiders. Are you still doing as much as you used to do or have you dialed it back a little bit? How up are you on, uh, you know, the, you you know, Drake May and obviously the quarterback class coming out with Caleb Williams and, and all of that stuff. I've got a pretty good feel for mm-hmm. what I would say is about the top 100, top 120 mm-hmm. prospects in this draft where I've, I've done a lot of tape work. And um, I think Caleb Williams and Drake May are both clearly intriguing. Um, you know, Bo Nix looks like a different guy than he did at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Penix, I watched tape of him last year, and I thought, ah, he's a pretty talented guy. He's had all these injuries, but not all that accurate and, and consistent. And then I've done three or four tapes this year. I'm like, wow, this kid's he's got a big arm. Uh, and I feel like has done a great job with that Washington team this year. Yep. And he's, he's in the conversation now. So I, it's a pretty intriguing quarterback class this year, depending on, ultimately who ends up coming out 
Mike Mayock is with us of Westwood One Sports on the BetQL guest hotline. Of course, former Raider GM, former NFL Network lead draft analyst, uh, and nice enough to spend time with us uh, here in so many questions. Um, so I, I, I wanted to ask this and kind of connect it with what you were just answering. You know, part of uh, part part of the draft evaluation, as you know, Mike, over the years personality, character, work ethic, the the stuff that's harder to identify and really know about a kid has become such a big deal over the years. How difficult was that for you in whatever role you were working in at the time? Again, Raiders, NFL Network, now, in terms of identifying that stuff beyond just what your road scouts are telling you? Yeah, I I think... Um, if you're talking about the quarterback position, the answer is a little bit different mm-hmm. because that guy's the face of your franchise. And there's got to be a deep dive done on anybody that you're thinking of taking in the first round of that position. And that deep dive has got to be comprehensive. And basically, you need to buy off of everybody in the building from the owner through the GM and head coach, the quarterback coach, the coordinator. That That's a pretty intense conversation. If you're talking about generically throughout the draft at every position – Um, It's still important because I think uh, basically I think in most buildings, the GM kind of has to set the tone as to what is acceptable and what isn't when you start talking about work ethic and any kind of off the field issues a kid may have had. Mm. And you start talking about, are you going to devalue a player on your board? Are you going to take a player off your board? Are you going to push a player up slightly because he fits everything you like and he's a foundation type kid? And Chris, if we had three hours, it would be a hell of a conversation. But but right now, it's hard to go much deeper than that. Yeah, no, I I, I completely understand because I'm, I'm I'm so intrigued by that process. I mean, you know, I, I've obviously worked around you know, Mike Shanahan and and AJ Smith and and guys like that and and Kyle Smith and I've learned a lot from them. But even they would tell you, you know, they don't have it all figured out. You know, Jay Gruden was yep. widely regarded as a very good talent evaluator when he was the head coach here. And it's hard to figure that out. So I totally understand. Speaking of which, um, I did want to ask you this, Mike. After the run with the Raiders, which you mentioned, uh, and, you know, of course, everybody knows who you are and how much football knowledge and how much passion runs through your veins. Do you want to do that again? Or was that a bad enough taste in your mouth that you're like, nope, I'm good? Well, you know, it's an intriguing question. And, um, I, I wouldn't use a bad taste in my mouth at all because uh, basically we inherited a four-win team, and three years later we had ten wins mm-hmm. and we're in the playoffs. And you know Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl that year and we right. had them on the nine-yard yes. line, four shots, tie the game, and get yes. to overtime. So yep. I think Coach Rich Basaccia, who was the interim head coach mm-hmm. that year, I think he and I felt like we had that thing going in the right direction. Yep. And I really do believe that had Mark Davis kept Rich Basaccia on, if, if he kept Rich, I think that franchise would be in a completely different place today. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how highly I feel about Rich Basaccia. So that, that's kind of a segue to say that, you know, we felt like we were getting that thing turned around. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think the second part of it is, you know, what, what do I want to do again? I, you know, I'm 65 years old. I love being around the sport. Um, I think it's a younger man's game at this point. And the only way I could even look at anything would be if it was in, in, in the right situation with the right people. It, it's just you spend so much time in that building and 
so much energy and it takes so much out of you that it would have to be the perfect situation just to kind of take a step back and say, hey, I, I want to do this again. Yeah. No, people don't realize it, and it's why I, I often, you know, defend coaches and, and executives as much as I do. You know, it's a lot of 100-hour weeks, <laughs> and 100-hour weeks might be light sometimes, you know. Um, I mean, you know that better than it. Uh, anyone. Mike Mayock with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Um I wanted to circle back, if you don't mind, uh, to the Cowboys, the other team that obviously was part of that last game that you called on Westwood one uh, last Thursday, and we saw them again last night, and it was a shootout with Seattle. Do you walk away going, this is a different Dallas team than any other Dallas team we've seen recently? And and those teams won 12 games, Mike, as you know, in the regular season in each of the last two years. Or is it about the same, or is it just slightly better? How do you How do you kind of crystallize the Cowboys? I think from a talent perspective, they're in the top five teams in the NFL. Um, From an overall talent perspective, I think their quarterback is playing at a much higher level than he did a year ago, especially with the turnover. Turnovers, excuse me. Um, I do think that they're about to get, they started their kind of murderer's row on their schedule last night. Mm -hmm. And we're going to know a heck of a lot. They play five consecutive playoff teams and then finish with Washington, I believe. Yep. so we're going to find out a lot about these guys over the next five weeks. Um, and, again, with Dak playing the way he is, with that, that number 11 on defense, who uh, I played for the Giants with a guy named Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> and I don't say this lightly at all because Lawrence Taylor um, made people rethink how they played defense right. in, in that era. Um, I think – number 11 for the Cowboys is as talented as LT and has a chance to make the same kind of difference if he has the work ethic and, and can hang in there and stay healthy. He's special. Yeah. And everything they do defensively starts with him. I mean, he's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, that kid, Deron Bland on the back end, it was interesting to watch how Seattle attacked him mm-hmm. a little bit last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they came back and they won a game that they should win have I bought in 100% of them yet? No. I mean, they, they beat a team that's now 6-6 six and six at home. Um, but we're going to find out in the next four weeks where they are. And, and I think Philly and San Francisco play on Sunday, and I think they're the two best teams in the conference, if not the entire league. Uh, and in the AFC, you know, there's five teams with winning records outside of the top four that are, you know, leading their divisions. Right. And, you know, if I was anybody, I'd be worried about Baltimore and Kansas City also. I, I, so I think Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas are really intriguing. Detroit, watch out for. And I think in the AFC, Baltimore and Kansas City were, are a handful for anybody. Uh, I got a million other questions for you, but I don't want to keep you too long. So I really appreciate your time that you've given us. Mike Mayock with us, Westwood One Sports. But I did actually, uh, you mentioned Philly, San Francisco. Obviously, that's the game Sunday. Um, you know, Philadelphia has been starting slow, but resilient. You know, the, the whole deal. San Francisco, as long as they're healthy, seems like uh, a complete juggernaut. But I did want to ask you a question about, um, you mentioned Detroit there for a second. If you know, as a as a GM and as a football guy that you are, if you were having to hire a new head coach, what would you be looking for in that new head coach? And would his name be Ben and Johnson? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I, gave you and I, I, I ask you that kind of sort of tongue-in-cheek because, you know, so, uh, friends of mine who do a competing show uh, here in the company, I mean, that's the only name on their list. And I'm like, nah, you know what? Listen, like Ben Johnson's great and all, but, you know, we can consider somebody else. Look, I mean, again, I'm an old school guy, and I went through the fire with Rich Passaccia. Mm-hmm. and. Nobody's going to hire him because he's a special team right. guy, and that's the biggest joke, biggest joke I've ever heard in my life. Because to answer your question, the most important thing you look for in a head coach is leadership. And some of that's getting lost with everybody scrambling to find the next young offensive genius. And, you know, who's the next Sean McVay? Mm-hmm. That, that's really what every owner out there is looking for. And uh, I think you've got to take a step back sometimes. And, and look at who is a leader of men. That's what Dan Campbell's doing. Dan Campbell's a freaking leader of men. I mean, that's why they're eight and three right now. He and their GM, are to- uh, Brad Holmes, are, are they're joined at the hip. They're making good personnel decisions, but that team buys into mm-hmm. their head coach, just like our team bought into Rich Passaccia. Right. And I don't care how much you know about offensive football and you're 32 years old and, you know, all those things are great. I mean, there's a guy in Houston right now that's doing a great job, Bobby Slowick. Yep. You know, I worked with Bobby really for yeah. I worked with Bobby and his dad for crying out loud here in Washington. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So my point is, no disrespect to any of those guys, Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick or any. They're all and and they, the next Vince Lombardi might be one of those two guys. But you know, you ask me point blank who my guy would be, and I'm not going to lie, it would be Rich Passaccia. That's not going to happen, but that's who it would be. You know, I, 
I love Rich too. I mean, I, I got a thing for special teams coordinators. I got to be honest with you. And what you guys did down the stretch, I mean, we were, we, you know, of course, big football fans. We were just chirping about the leadership and the grit and the and 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 then you guys get let go. I, I, I was I was just befuddled. And and you see how it's worked out. And I'm not just saying this because you're on the air with us, but I mean, you see how it's worked out for the Raiders. You know, so much like you said is put on the hot shot offensive young mind and thing and I'm not saying McDaniels is young but you know what I'm talking about and yet we forget about what works in today's NFL what works in today's NFL is the same as what worked 40 years ago Mm -hmm. and the schemes change the offenses change the defenses change but you can buy scheme you can go out and get a great coordinator and buy scheme you can go out on either side of the ball and buy scheme but if you're not a natural leader of men who will follow you regardless of of how bad things get in your building, it can get dark in every one of the I'm going to give you a quote that a guy gave me 25 years ago. He was one of the better coaches in the history of the NFL. And I asked him, how many teams do you worry about on an annual basis? He said, Mike, probably five, six, maybe seven. I said, why so few? And he said, because the other 25 will eliminate themselves. Mm. And I've never forgotten that. And it's very true. And that's both on Sundays and in the offseason. When you're making personnel moves and drafts, you eliminate yourself. And I think there's something to maturity. There's something to getting the leader of men. There's something to making sure that your, your owner, your head coach, your GM are all on the same page and you all have a common vision. So I think everybody gets carried away with the individual names. And I get it. It's great for television. It's, you know, it's great for the radio. It's great for everything. But at the end of the day, there's got to be a shared vision amongst the key people in the building. And then the hard part is going out and establishing that on a daily basis. And if you do a good job, then it's called culture. And that's what you're looking for, the right culture in your building. Now, I know you can't say this, but I'm going to start the campaign. Mike Mayock for Commander's GM, baby. How about that? No, 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 no. You already have two quality football guys. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, but they're not going to be, you know this, they're probably not going to be here, Mike. That's the problem. And, and you know that I won't be either, so uh, it's well, all good. That's that's fair. All right, I can I can say Mike Mayock because you're a genius. How about that? No, I'm not any of that. I just, my, I had a dad that was a coach, and I love the game, and it's uh, I'm very passionate about trying to do it the right way. Well, I appreciate you either way, wherever you are. Uh, you've been very good to me so far uh, in in the year or so that we've had you on a couple of times here, uh, and today was terrific, uh, of course, as always. And best of luck moving forward. Hope we get a chance to catch up real soon. My pleasure. Always, always enjoy it, Chris. Thanks, man. There you go. That is Mike Mayock of Westwood One Sports. Thanks to uh, Mike, E.B., and Howard Deneroff for setting that up. Uh, and coordinating that. I drove them crazy over the last week and a half to get that done. So Mike Mayock, thanks to him as well uh, from Westwood One Sports. That was awesome. You just heard what he had to say about possibly I was trying to start the campaign. He said, no, not going to happen. And I understand he doesn't want to infringe on Martin. Listen, Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney are, are two good personnel men. It just hasn't worked out enough. Same thing with Ron Rivera. Just hasn't worked out enough. Has not worked out enough. Time to take a timeout. We'll come back for a final round of phone calls right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, great conversation with Mike Mayock of Westwood One Sports was on the Commander's Cowboys call last week. And as well, of course, former Raider general manager. You heard what he said about his time there, what he looks for in a new head coach. Doesn't seem like he's too hot to trot to hire the next offensive fresh face like so many want to. Whether you agree with that or not, you know, I mean, here's one thing I would say. 50-year-olds think differently than 30-year-olds. 65-year-olds think differently than 50-year-olds, you know? So... I mean, but you heard it all. We ran the gamut. We tried to get in as many questions as we can. Um, Mike was great. If you missed it, Matty Ice is so good at his job. He's got the entire damn interview isolated and put up right now on the Odyssey app. Just go to what? Uh, the Chris Russell show, right? Or or you can listen to it on Rewind back to 3 o'clock on the Team 980. I think it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can get them. Any major platform, uh, you can get it all, or you can go to theteam980.com and go to the podcast section there, and I'm sure uh, Lou and Ben will have something written up for it uh, at some point. It was great. I uh, re- hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation. I mean, he hit on Sam Howell, does not think he's a franchise quarterback. Not only now, but probably won't be. And when you're talking about franchise quarterbacks, you know, it seems like he's got a smaller, defined prism for that. So don't lose your lunch over that. Just listen. Just listen. Talked about, you know, wanting to be a GM again. Not, you know, not going to be here. Um, Just, just you know, I, I thought it was talked about the Cowboys Uh, The NFC-AFC playoff picture, it was great. I mean, I could talk to Mayock for hours upon hours upon hours upon hours and never run out of questions. Uh, So go back and listen because Maddie's got it all cut up for you. On a football Friday on the Team 980, it's driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. A friend of mine reached out to me and said she bought a Honda recently. Miss Erin Miller. Uh, who listens regularly and is uh, a teacher in in Loudoun County and uh, listens all the time um, and has been so good to us. And she said, see, when you read the Honda read, you can say, I bought a Honda. And she did. So go out and get yourself a Honda. All right. Back to the phones we go. Uh, Let's see here. Pauly is with us. What's up, Pauly? How are you? 
Hell to the W, man. Hell to the W, man. What's going on? Boy? Hey, listen. Don't take my hell commanders, my, my hell, hell to the W moniker and throw it in hell to the Harris group, man. Be original, right? <laughs> Number one. Number two, I like that Mike Mayock. That's my guy, okay? He shut you down real quick. Wait a second. He didn't shut me How down. He shut you down. How did he quick. shut me down? What you mean? Mike Mayock for the next year. Oh, I was doing a little. I was doing a little sensationalistic radio. If he was interested in the job, he ain't no more. Because you just put him on on spot on the air with uh, with two people. He probably got relationships with Mayhew and Herney. So now, how that's gonna look if he take a job here? You know what I mean? Come on, man. Paulie, Paulie, listen, I was trying, I was trying to have a little bit of fun at the end of, uh, at the end of an interview. Number one, number, number two, here's, here's the thing again. I'm sure he's longtime friends with those guys. Why wouldn't? uh, Sure. But, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that somebody's not going to replace them, Paulie. Somebody's yeah, going to replace them. I know somebody's going to. Yeah, you're right. Somebody will. But why would you throw that out there and make Paulie, I was trying to have a little like bit that. of fun, In for God's sake. Stop being a wet noodle. Please, stop being a wet noodle. I'm not being a wet noodle. I'm just stating the facts and the obvious yeah. because he, he bucked right up on your body. The, the last whole minute of that conversation, he bucked up on your body. So say what you want to say. Okay. And Paulie, I also like I'm running out of patience, said, Paulie. Go right ahead. Fit, okay, make your I point. You want to guard me? It's cool. When you guard me, you just you leave an impression on yourself, not me. All right. <laughs> also, I like what he said because I said this two days ago on a thread that you went with Grant Paulson was all slobbering over um, um, Ben Johnson, <laughs> and I said it right here. I and I really heard of Grant tweet, Paulson. And I and, and I quote my t- my tweet. That says, always jocking the new hot coordinator. We need a head coach who's a leader of men, offense, defense, and special teams. That's exactly what you need in a head coach, a leader of men. I said this two days ago. And I also said it about, um, um, I, can't, I don't want to butcher his name, but the special teams coach that took over for Gruden for the Raiders. Besides you. I, I said, man, that's. I said, man, that's where the Raiders messed up at. Yeah. That guy had them guys playing good football. Paul, you, you what know they, what you, they do? They Paul, you know, we day. actually agree on this. From time to time, a squirrel finds a nut, right? And we Whoa. actually agree on things here. Hey, Matt, man. Hey, Matt, man. You on my on my bad list, bro. I want to hear no more woos. <laughs> <laughs> well, who do you think you are? I mean, you already come into your guns up. Oh, Matty got you. I control the board, Paulie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one thing to criticize Russell. It's another thing if you start criticizing Matt. <laughs> Let's get to uh, Derek in Maryland uh, next up on the Team 980. Derek, how are you? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you, Derek? Hey, uh, I, I enjoyed Google, man. Thanks for asking. I, I enjoyed the uh, conversation with uh, Mr. Mike Mayock. Great. I did want you to Appreciate ask him uh, about Antonio Brown. That ah, been, that yeah. That was funny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, like I said, I, I literally could talk to Mayock until midnight tonight and probably not run out yeah. of questions. Uh, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> hard to get everything in. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, new today these players only respect coaches that have actually played the game like that's why you that's why he says Dan Campbell is the leader of men because he actually been out there so, you know like Mike Brable these guys get out there and work out and and you know uh I, I respect the old ball coaches but that's not in you know what I mean that's not in I didn't I didn't like 
I mean, I, not, not, not that I didn't like Ron Rivera, but, you know, I mean, it's like he, 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 he's he's kind of like after his time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, it, you know, it, it, it's a means to an end. We got to get somebody in here that's young, youthful, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that the guys can follow and the guys can respect. You know, if, if no, not nobody that's never done it before. You know, it, um, it's, it's going to be interesting, though, when you say that, right? Because everybody wants you to hire young and energetic, and even Mike made mention, you know, it's a young man's game. You know, leadership like he cited a Rich Bisaccia in a tough situation down the stretch in that year, replacing John Gruden and all the things that they went through. And then, uh, again, a Dan Campbell. You know, those guys don't grow up, you know, just fall off the trees, number one. And, and usually they're not 35 or 37 at that time when they're such great leaders of men, you know? Yeah. And uh, last thing um – you know, I, I I like I like uh what's my man name Sam Howe, but mm-hmm. to me he's just like you know Taylor Heineke or a Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean he's just too many turnovers, man. You know, too many bad decisions with the football. You can blame it on all. Oh, he's a rookie. He's a young. He's trying to find his way. But we don't. We I mean we can't have that, man. You know those those trying to throw the ball out of bounds, throw it away, and then you get picked on the sideline for a pick six. I mean that's just like meltdown. You know what I mean? That's 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 terrible, man. And uh, we can't we can't have that going into the next year. If you look across the board, we don't have nobody that stands out on our team right now except for Terry McLaurin. You know we I mean I hope hope we hope the new ownership brings in somebody. You know what I'm saying? It brings in somebody. I mean it, you're right. I don't know who, but we're gonna see how this offseason play out, man. I'm looking forward to next year and leave the name alone. I mean come on, man. Let's, there's bigger things we can think about. Totally you know, with you. Bigger than, totally. I get you on know, Bleacher Report. I see people talking about. Oh, the showers didn't work. Man, these guys can go home to their million-dollar homes and take a shower, man. Let's <laughs> worry about playing hard on the football field. I don't want to hear about no showers ain't working, man. Come I on, hear man. you. Thank I you hear you. Call. Good call. I <laughs> uh, appreciate you. Thank you, Derek. Uh, let's get to uh, let's get to Sanchez right here on the team. No, oh, wait, did I screw up? Do we have something here? No, we don't have anything. Uh, we don't have anything no, for no. you, Sanchez. The season has completely no. unraveled. Yes, no. Uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, uh, Rooster. And um, I'm glad you put Paula in his place finally because uh, he, he comes in here with all these abrasions. I, I feel like he just comes with that hot venom for you uh, every time. So I'm glad you finally. Yeah, put he, him tries to, to he tries to he tries to topple yeah. the 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 emperor of this show, yeah. and and yeah, he yeah. often <laughs> fails. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, you know, I, I say I'm looking in uh, on, uh, you know, for our general managers and our head coach. I was going to talk about the game, but, hey, it's pointless at this point. Yeah, I, I think you got to find somebody that, that nobody's expecting, but kind of like I said, a leader of men, right? Uh, I was looking at, like, some of the uh, coaches from the 2008 searches and everything, right? Who would have thought John Harbaugh would have been the best uh, candidate out of all, all that group when you had um, – yeah, Tony Sperano, who took his team to a, a division championship. Yeah, Mike uh, Smith that was in there, too, that was taking people to division championships with the Falcons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. It, it, it's all about how it works together. And I think if you're going to make it happen, you're going to have to find somebody who's a little unorthodox, who you're not expecting. Look at what Miami is doing with Mike McDaniel. The dude is like a genius but he, he is okay in his own skin. I think that's what you have to have. You can't have a guy who's going to come in here and change at the flip of a hat. 
you got to get somebody who's hard nosed, kind of like Chris Russell sometimes, kind of <laughs> like my uh, uh, Matty Ice with the uh, <laughs> uh, with the gong. So yeah, but I just want to holler at you guys. I, I've been listening all week. I hadn't had a chance to call into you. So um, Sanchez, how did that Thanksgiving? Well. How did that Thanksgiving dinner go in in, in your household? He, Russ, oh, let me let me tell you something. I had a telemarketer call me during my stream. Uh, and then my wife, she was at her grandmother's house. We we had dinner at her grandmother's house, uh-huh. right? And she comes in, couldn't find the remote. She's like, you need, hey, during my stream now. And I said, whoa, hold a woman down. I will find this at halftime. She finally found the remote. But she like, she's a subtle killer. I think that's how I fell for her. She's just like so subtle, like a box of just nice little jazz every once in a while. And she she didn't like just be abrasive about it, but she threw it on. And when she throws it on thick, Lord have mercy. Um, it, it reminds me of the first time I saw her, too. I said, it's great, day in the morning. But, you know, uh, this is sports radio. Sorry. But... <laughs> See, this is why I love Sanchez. See, I hate Paulie. I love Sanchez because he's funny. <laughs> I don't know about that. And just for context, so everybody knows, you're a diehard Commanders fan, and you're a lunatic, yeah, and we you. say that with love, and your wife is a Cowboys yeah. fan. That's right, and we're fighting for the soul of my child uh, come February 2nd. So, uh, just keep, keep us in your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, make, make, your, make your kid an Eagles fan, and then you'll really have a family feud. Come on, Russell. You know I love you, but you can't be cussing on the radio. That's an FCC violation right there. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Always good to hear from you. Sanchez makes me laugh. Unlike Pauly. Is that too much Pauly bashing? Maybe a little bit. We love Pauly. We, all right. Love might be strong. In the way that it's someone you respect yeah. but do not agree with. Yeah. I don't think he respects me. I think he respects you for the most part. Although, again, you gonged him. You gonged him on a regular basis. But you gonged him for a personal attack against you. Most of the time, it's because we can right. only keep the calls to about ten minutes, and at a certain point, we gotta we gotta we don't end let the him call. go ten minutes. We don't let him go ten minutes. All right, let's grab one last one, and then we'll have dumb dumb of the day uh, on the other side. Mike is in Bowie uh, to wrap up the week. What's up, Mike? How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good, Mike. Hey, What's good going call on? on the uh, the Mike Malak. I always thought those guys for GMs would be fantastic GMs. You know. Um, Mel Kuyper, all of them. Ron, you, you, you know what? You know what's funny? Really he walked away with a bad reputation from the Raiders. For you know, I don't media perception yeah. wise, like he did a bad job. Like John, they they did a pretty. I mean, they they weren't perfect. They took some really weird, like Cleveland Farrell, way too high. Alex Leatherwood, way too high. But by and large, they did a pretty damn good job reshaping that roster and making it very competitive. For sure. But look, here's what I really call it about, right? I know you don't want to hear it. You know you're sick of hearing it. But when I was driving, I heard you talk about it. It, it, it kind of brought up a um, the name change, right? Um, so I have, I'm born and raised in the DMV, mm-hmm. PG County, D.C., very much dialed in, grew up with season tickets, mm-hmm. you know, at, passed down to us when they were, like, re- very relevant. And, like, we had them, like, our whole life. And there are so many members of my family friends that can't stand the name change so uh, and when you said something about the owner said that look like me i can i can deal with it like because i have to just you know what i mean but i I try to get the people i grew up watching it with i try to get them to like get into it with me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um like i love sam howell i'm all about sam howell 
hundred percent on board. He, he has such a small sample. Give him two or three years. I mean, you know, he's going to be amazing. You just got to give it time. I'm all on board. But like, they won't get on board with me with it. And it's not just the and name. And it's just theme. because of it's the name. Fight song. Hold on, real quick. It's a fight song. Uh-huh. The, uh, the, the the abandonment of American Indians. Like mm-hmm. I could understand if they wanted to change it. Why did they have to completely abandon the American Indians? Mm-hmm. The, like I t- I know American Indians. They're like, yeah, we used to be remembered. Like you know, throughout now we're forgotten. Yeah. Like Cleveland Indians. Like they don't. People don't. They don't. I've never met a group of people that hate it. But you could have still paid honor and homage to the American Indians without making it a mascot. Like, I, I, it can still be done, but no fight song. The greatest fight song ever. I heard it today on the Junkies in the background, and I just thought to myself, damn, that's when they wrote that, amazing. Best fight song ever. So so let me, clear, let me clear something up, Mike. I, 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 was ve- I was pro-keeping Redskins as long as they possibly could, right? And, and, and along the lines of, without trying to overly offend any one particular group or pe- group of people or whatever – um, so, so I cared very much about the Redskins name because of the history and the lineage and because I truly believed it was not meant to be look, disparaging and look, all that I, stuff. I, I, However, I what I, where, where I take umbrage is, is with everybody that hates the commander's name, not, not the Redskins name, the commander's name. I, well, that I don't if get. I was. If I was sitting next to Dan Snyder or Josh Snyder or any of them, Josh, the new owner, Josh the Harris, old owner, yep. if I was with them, I would tell them, you want to make D.C. love you, one, win, two, move them back to D.C., okay? And three, bring as much of the name back as possible yep. or the old – You don't look, you don't have to have the name Skin. And I told the people around me, I said – and they're not like woke people, okay? So I tell them, listen – you know, like you, you got to kind of maybe leave the skin name because you can't have skin in your in your name of your team. Because right when you get the skin color, it's going to be too hard to defend all the time. Yeah. But why get rid of and dump everything else? The fight song, a commander, you know, it's no American Indian heritage there. But it, it, they just ran from it. So if you're playing this or you're talking to the owner, Josh Harris, um, bring back, like, bring it back, tweak it, do something creative. If not, they could find the some way to not offend a large group of people, I would be all on board. I just don't know what the answer to that is, and I certainly understand and appreciate your sentiment, and I, I get it. Uh, and I do want to hear uh, about it. I appreciate the phone call. I do want to hear how people feel about, like, again, let, let me let me be clear. Just wrap this up. Like, I understood the term Redskins and the Indian head logo and all that stuff was offensive to some. I wouldn't have changed it. That's me. But I didn't, like, I didn't have millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to lose in inordinate public pressure. Okay? That being said, I would not go back to Redskins under any circumstances or anything potentially offensive. And that's what they were really trying to do, is trying to find a creative name, a different name, that in no way, shape, or form was offensive to anybody. That's what they were trying to do. And I I genuinely think they landed on that, and I'm sorry that I don't mind Commanders. I don't love it. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me one bit. All right, time to take a final timeout. We'll come back. Dumb Dumb of the Day starts off the month of December next. All right, wrapping up the Football Friday. we got to go quick here on the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. That is not a bump you hear often on the show. Here comes the bride, but here comes the bride with Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. I love KFC. Let me just put that out there. Many of you love KFC. Here's what I wouldn't do. Get married, again, with KFC as a feature, as a staple of my wedding. (laughs) Even though I am the rooster. 32-year-old, wheelchair-bound, newlywed, Lang Le Wong, 32 of Singapore, posted pictures, story, what have you, of her wedding, of her bridal day. Filled with Kentucky Fried Chicken. She said, really cool to have KFC as part of my special day. What? Making it unique and super memorable. And the pictures... Are amazing. She has a bouquet. Not stuffed with flowers, but stuffed with fried chicken. No. Yes. And her and her new husband are taking a picture in front of a sign with a bucket of fried chicken, a fried chicken sandwich. They call a zinger. And a sign that says it's finger licking good. And again, the best part is the bouquet of flowers is a bunch of chicken legs. Now listen, she's she's got some physical disabilities and what whatnot. I probably you know should be a little bit easier on her. But here's the thing: you can love Kentucky Fried Chicken all you want, celebrate it, have it on your honeymoon, have it every day for the rest of your life. On your wedding day? Nah, man. Sorry, Colonel. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Although, I gotta admit, it just made me hungry for KFC. Greg Hoffman coming up next. Have a great weekend. I'll see you at FedEx Field on Sunday for the Dolphins and the Washington Commanders. If you want to guarantee that the Commanders are going to lose, send a ticket to Matt Essig. He loves being at FedEx Field because the commanders always lose when he's there. Hoffman up next. Have a great weekend. Thanks to Mike Mayock. Thanks to Alan Poopar. Thanks to you. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.